Welcome to the first ever that that rugby league podcast. Uh, as we said, if you've watched our earlier podcast uh, that was the rugby union version of this, we have kind of split the podcast up just to make it so that you can listen to watch, do whatever with a piece of information that you actually want. So if you're not a rugby union person, listen to our rugby league one. If you are, go and listen to that one as well. Um, but we've made it all. You know what's uh, special. You know what's quite. Uh, ironic, actually, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure today is the anniversary of the split in Huddersfield between Rugby Union and Rugby League. So when Rugby <laughs> Union and Rugby League officially split. So I think today is the is the official day. Uh, well, 29, 29th of August. It was yesterday. Yesterday. There you go. But you yesterday. can say, now everyone in the world, take note, yep. make sure you put it on our Wikipedia page when we eventually get one, that this was the day, the 30th of August, where we split the podcast. I feel like yep. we've kind of split the atom. Very similar. That's yeah. how I feel. I feel. I don't know if you feel the same. You know, way, with time zone differences, it's probably when they did it on the 29th of August in England, it was probably the 30th of August here in Australia. So we're still, we're still in sync. We've done it. We've done it. We are. Yep. We're as great as they were. Um, so yep, yeah, so 100%. <laughs> it's a weird, weird time to be splitting it for for rugby league point of view because we are at round twenty four, but that is where we start. So the first ever podcast mm. is wrapping up a bit of round twenty four in the NRL for twenty twenty two. It's been an interesting round, I guess. A lot of things have been sorted now. I guess like there is still a couple of open spots and there's a couple of teams really, but there were a couple of teams that. Blew it. There are a couple of teams that pushed yeah. themselves for it. So obviously it kicked off <laughs> with a team that blew it, which we can talk about the Broncos who have quite rightfully uh, capitulated uh, in the back end of the Shit's season. Shit's the bed, I believe, is the technical term. <laughs> and, they, and they have. They really have. Um, yeah. it's, it, was, it was special. 53-6 to six there. The Panthers uh, gave their top players a final run against the Warriors. Nice. Um, <laughs> the Storm and the Roosters played one of the higher level rugby league games you will ever see in a Roosters 18 and one to 14. One of the dirtier win. ones, too. It is. And that's that's what comes of those two teams, I imagine, though. Um, yeah. Raiders kept their season well and truly alive and have not pushed themselves into a real finals chance, smashing yeah. the Eagles, Sea Eagles. Sharks and Bulldogs played a game that could be equal to the Tigers versus Titans way back in round like eight, where it was just the dullest affair you could ever hope yeah. for. Uh, Rabbitohs and Cowboys, another game that was, it was marred with a bit of errors, but two really good teams. Uh, the Dragons just about lost to the West Tigers, got lucky. Um, Hell yeah. Which is, you know... Good for me in the end, realistically. One of the few games I wanted the Dragons to win because it means my Titans, who won, are very unrealistically going to be getting the spoon. So, uh, yeah, an interesting round. Like, really, really interesting. Not a lot of storylines, but a couple of storylines. So the Broncos, yeah, I, let's well, start with them. Well, I want to, before the Broncos, I want to go back to our Storm Roosters one. I just want to yes. say, the two of the dirtiest players in that game, Jarabria Hargreaves and Nelson Osofa Solomonic, both New Zealanders, aren't they? Uh, yeah. What, that's that's what how we guys, breed them. What do you guys, yeah, I was going to say, what, this, there's something different in the water there. Those are that's, very big boys, very tough and fierce. Uh, but yeah, I, I think... It's that's the Russell Packer lineage, lineage. You know, yeah. like, you know, like, we don't take crap 
we are going to hurt you. And it's like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those two going against each other. There made, you go. I, I just, it just, it just occurred to me, but yeah, that was, I watched a couple of the highlights in the game and I remember those two just running into each other. And I'm like, God, that's, that's nasty. Imagine if they ever played on the same team. And I'm like, fuck, they're both Kiwis. They'll probably both play in the World Cup team together. Probably will. And hopefully they'll do the Aussies over. But yes, that is, they are, again, I think, I don't, they're not, a, you know, they don't think they're above the laws. I just think they try and make such a statement and that's one yeah. of the ways they know how to make a statement. So, Yeah, definitely. But yeah, back to the Broncos now. <laughs> uh, uh, Far yes. out. What a, what a bed shit. A bed shit of epic proportions against the Eels, right? So this was, you know, it was four weeks ago, I think it was. The Broncos <laughs> yep. were in the top four. Fourth there was place. chat about, um, you know, Premiership hopes, Paddy Carrigan, you know, one of the revelations of the year. Uh, Ezra Mann as well, the the rookie, playing really well outside of Adam Reynolds and everything like that. And it's just, it's just gone down the shitter, yep. really. I mean, 110 points, over 110 points conceded, I think it was, or something like that, in the past two weeks to only score like 12 or 18 or something like that. Yeah, it's just, and and the fact that. There's now stories coming out that some of the players were unhappy that Kevy was giving them a spray, and it's just like yeah. you just kind of go, soft. "What? Like you, uh, you're professional players? You were fourth. You were right there. Uh, it's just it's mind-boggling to me to go, God, like, yeah, I, I, I'm angry that my coach told me off for not playing well enough when you got pumped by 50 points. Like it is just a yeah, it's yeah. it's such a soft thing as well to say, like. You know, sometimes you get complaints out of out of uh, clubs about coaches about just their, their style of how they do things or they're not prepared. Like that was one of the big things about Trent Barrett was that um, you heard early on the season that his level of preparation was so much lower than like Ivan Cleary's was yep. from uh, from some of the Panthers players and things like that. Uh, but to say that yeah, your coach was a bit mean to you, like do, you've got to. How can you not hear yourself and hear how that sounds to like the outside world? And look, rugby league has some of the most vicious journalists in the sporting business. You think Paul Kent and Buzz Rothwell aren't going to run with that yeah. and call you soft? When when Gordon Tallis is one of the legends of your club, you think he's not going to get up at you about that like far out you've got to just look in the mirror and apparently it was only two players which is a positive and i'm sure if those two players ever have their names revealed they will be very swiftly ejected from the broncos and to find have a tough time getting on any other club but yeah i i, I it, it's just it, it does boggle the mind a bit that players would complain about that i mean yeah and and, and the thing to me is a you don't let this get out of in a circle like that doesn't leave the inner yeah. circle even if you were annoyed like at least go, hey Kevy, I went out there and put my body on the line, and we can go, did you? Because you just lost fifty three to six and six to twelve the week before, so mm. probably not. But you know, like if you're unhappy with it, take it up with like you know Kevy. Surely that's that that's showing me that they the season has gone for them. Like they have yeah. they have bottled it, like truly bottled it, because they were at a position where everything was going right. And I, I, I clicked back to that Tigers loss. I think it was uh, probably about four weeks ago. And you just went, when they lost to the Tigers, you're like, is this team in there? And that's when they lost Paddy Carrigan. And it was just from there downhill. Yeah. Um, again, I think if we look at our, our predictions, and I know we're going to touch base on them, 
none of us predicted them to be a top eight team. Well, neither of us. And I don't no. think a lot of people were. So the season that they've had has been really good. Like, let's not put it past that they've had a good season. And they've built on what where they were a couple of years ago. They've definitely made improvements. But like you said, four weeks ago, they're in the top four. There's talk of premiership chances. To now be here, it's just an absolute disaster for the Broncos and the Broncos supporters. Yeah. And... Uh it's yeah, it's very very disappointing, and you know, uh, I think probably uh, almost as I guess if you look back to the start of the season, the Titans had all the expectations on them from the Queensland team uh, as the Queensland team to represent, and they're the only Queensland team without even a shot at playing finals football. But I think it's been so many weeks now that people have kind of gotten over the disappointment of the Titans. It's just become routine, yeah. right? Um, and it's sort of the same with the Dragons, really, if we're honest. Um, but one thing I will say about the Dragons, and we'll, this will sort of lead into our predictions a little bit, I think, as well, is that a lot of people pick Dragons for the wooden spoon. I think they've done remarkably well considering where people had them had them pegged as. I, I think what's disappointing, though, is that they definitely could have done better. And that's what stings me the most as a Dragons supporter, is that they could have done better. They could have been in this eight. You can't... Like, they've... If you look at the, the, the top eight... I had my ladder just to go in a second. But even... But the Rabbitohs... So the Roosters, Rabbitohs, and Raiders, they've all beaten this season, yeah. right? So they could be in that lower end of the, the top eight, which is where I said roughly I, I thought they would they would finish. I think I said that they would finish six. So they, they've yeah. beaten all those teams. They can compete with those teams. But a couple of games, they just let themselves down, um, which, is, which is disappointing for me from a, for, as, a, as a Dragon supporter. But, I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like as a Broncos fan to have been in the top four to now be on the outside looking in. Yeah, and it... it... Again, we'll, have our, we'll, we'll touch base on our predictions, but it was it has been funny. You know, the, the, a big talking point for the Broncos was Adam Reynolds coming, and everyone um, was on the Rabbits case for letting Adam Reynolds yeah. go for, I want to say, the majority of the season because the Rabbits weren't doing Rabbits things and Broncos were doing something that they now not a lot of people were expecting of them. Now we look at it and I go, it's not Adam Reynolds obviously losing these games for the Broncos, but... The Rabbits are in a pretty bloody good position to make a push, you know. Bet a pretty much full-strength Cowboys side at home. Uh, I think only just lost the week before to uh, a slightly understrength Panther side, but not ridiculously understrength. Let's not jump out there. I go, the Rabbits can go on a run and make us all look like a bit of fools again as well. So there's there's lots of storylines from the Broncos that have played out this season, and it's just, you just sit there and you're a bit gobsmacked by how they've missed out. Um, But yeah. yeah. Again, and, and, and to touch point on your on your Dragons perspective, there was there was the two sides. It was over they're finishing bottom last, um, or like down the bottom four of the table, or there was those who said, Oh, I've got them as my dark horse. And I think it's in typical Dragons fashion, they've disappointed everyone. Because even yeah. those who thought they were gonna be shit, they haven't been shit. Like, let's not get it wrong. They you've got what where are they sitting at the moment? Tenth? Tenth. Tenth. You've got Five teams below them who are uh, uh, six teams below them who are uh, 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 under a pile of dog shit at the moment. You can comfortably mm. say the dogs, knights, warriors, titans, tigers, uh, by far, where dog shit ends up. You've got the sea eagles who, similar to Barbecue Gate, Jersey Gate, took their season and said, "I'm heading out, mate." Um, and then you've got the dragons who, realistically, those top ten teams, 
like you said, if the Dragons have got it right, the Broncos have got it right, they could easily have been in the top eight. The, the Dragons will look back and there's actually a loss, I think, on their calendar that'll stick and hurt for them. And it's a loss against the Titans, the first matchup yeah. we had. I'll go, that will sting them a little bit to think, fuck, we could have been in a, you know, that's another win and then we're right in this. So, yeah. Looking at that table now, um, we have got, again, we're going to run you through our predictions that we made at the start of the season and kind of see where we're at before the final round plays out. There may still be some movement, but this is a good idea of, of how we've gone. So current standings are Panthers, Sharks, Cowboys, Storm, Eels, Roosters, Rabbits, Raiders, Broncos, Dragons, Seagulls, Dogs, Knights, Warriors, Titans, Tigers. So, yeah. again, justifiably a lot. I think the biggest... Jumper out from start of the season are the Cowboys, where they're finished. Yeah, 100%. And the Titans, where they're finished. Yeah. Well, let's... So, what what I'll do here is we've, we've got written down here uh, our predictions for what we thought our, our 1 through 16 was going to be at the start of the season. Uh, and I've also got here where they currently are and where they could potentially finish up. So, we'll run through your list. So, you said the, your number one was the Roosters. They're currently at six. They could finish anywhere from four to seventh. So... Probably a little. They had they had a bit so of a mid season struggle, but they they come on strong now. I think if we were doing power rankings, they'd be up there at two or three for me at the moment. Uh, and just because they've got won seven games in a row, so I think they had a bit of a form slump, but then they've sort of rediscovered themselves. You had the Storm at two. They're currently sitting at four, uh, and they could finish anywhere from three to six. So pretty pretty close. You know, I won't I won't say that you were terribly wrong there. Then this is probably your first big misstep was the Raiders at third. Um, they're sitting at eight, so they're in the eight. They could finish anywhere from seventh to ninth. Not bad. I like. I think you, again, probably overestimated them a little bit. I then was you had high the Panthers. On bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Then you had the Panthers at four. They're currently at one, and they they are the minor premiers. Uh, Seagulls at five. They eleventh, and they will finish eleventh. Then your next big one, Titans. They're currently 15th, can finish anywhere 15th to 16th, uh, but most likely 15th. Eels at uh, 7th, they're currently at 5, they could finish anywhere from 4 to 6, so that's that's about, you know, that's in the range. And then we, we both picked this one, we both had Rabbits at 8, they're currently 7th, they could finish anywhere from 4th to 8th, so pretty much right on the money there. So your top 8, 5 out of 8 in the that are in the top 8, um, and all of them within two or three spots of where they actually finished up. I think that's a decent strike rate um, for a top for your top. Five out of eight, six out of eight. Who did I miss? Six? Sea Eagles and Titans. Oh, Sea Eagles and Titans, sorry. Yeah, no, Raiders you probably thought were out because they have been for most of the season. (laughs) Yes, yes, I did, I did. Uh, But I'm going to take the Raiders one off you anyway because you did have them so high. And I will be this... Just to myself. No, no, so no, don't no. Worry. Fair enough. I'm still, still very yeah, high on the Raiders. Don't you worry. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they have disappointed me throughout the season. But Jamal Fogarty being yeah. out was the reason. But continue, my friend. Yeah. Then you had Warriors at ninth, who are currently at fourteenth, could finish twelfth to fifteenth. Uh, Sharks at ten. Now I think we both underrated the Sharks. They're currently second on the ladder. Could finish second or third. So they, they, they've surprised a lot of people. Yeah, Broncos at eleventh. They could finish seventh tonight. That's not. Too bad, but we both probably underrated them. Cowboys, we both definitely underrated. You had them finishing 12th. They're currently third. It could finish third to fifth. You had Dragons at 13. You underrated them. They're <laughs> at 10th and they'll finish 10th. Tigers at, at 14. They'll they'll probably finish Wooden Spooners. Uh, Knights at 15. They're currently 13th, but can finish 12th to 15th. So you could be right there. And then last place, you had Dogs 
they're 12th to 15th currently at 12th. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the back half of the ladder, I think for both of us gets pretty, pretty messy. Um, but yeah, I think the, in the, in the, in your bottom, uh, in your bottom eight, the big surprises were certainly the Sharks, Broncos and the Cowboys all doing, I mean, the Broncos for most of the season have done a lot better than what you've got them at here, but they're sort of falling into that range now. Looking at my rankings, I had the Storm <laughs> at one. They're currently at four, uh, so a little bit off the mark there. I had Panthers at two. They're at one, so I was I was closest with the Panthers. Now this is where I really really fucked up, which was the Sea Eagles at three. But to be fair, Tommy Turbo has been out for most of the season. Yep. So and that is the always the big caveat with the Sea Eagles. It's funny when we look at that, and I I had Sea Eagles fifth, so I was a little bit more realistic of even just my yeah. expectations. But you go now and you go, God, yeah, what what like what happened to this season? Even just they could have been yeah. like eight fish, but they were in happened? a preliminary final last year, right? Yeah. Or semi final? Oh, they were they were they were, they were up there. out from the yep. grand final. Yeah, I always get confused with the NRL with their finals. Now their finals year. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I had the Roosters at fourth. They're currently six, but they can finish fourth to seventh. So I still might be right there. This is a good one for me. I had Eels at fifth. They're currently at fifth, and they can finish fourth to sixth. So I was right on the money with the Eels. I pegged them for where, what they were early doors. Uh, Dragons I had at sixth. They're currently tenth. I mean, that's probably a little bit hopeful for me. But I don't think it, as I, as we looked at the ladder there, they've they've beaten all the teams up the way to sixth. So they they could have finished sixth. They didn't though. And then Rabbits I had at eighth, like you did. They're currently seventh. So not bad there. Then I had the Sharks at 9. Obviously, they're currently at 2. Had the Raiders at 10. They're currently 8. They could finish as low as 9, so it was kind of close on the Raiders. Uh, Warriors I had at 11. I probably overrated them a bit. They're at 14. Broncos I had at 12. So similar to you, uh, underrated the Broncos. Dogs I had at 13. They're currently 12th, so one spot off, and they could finish 12th to 15th, so yep. I could be right there. Cowboys are hugely underrated, and I had them at uh had them at 14 they're currently three now my next two is pretty pretty right on knights i had at 15 they're 13 but could finish all the way at 15 and the tigers i had at 16 and they finished 16 so not a bad not a bad run so definitely some big misses from both of us yeah though. i so i ran through and i uh went through all the results and basically said where they are now how far we're our guesses away and in mm. total my Guesses, so where I put them and how far away totaled up to be 68 places wrong. So as yep. in, yeah, 68 places, you know. Um, yeah. For Husey, and this will run around to play, so a couple of things could move, but I'd still imagine 56 Husey. So yeah. uh, you do have the uh, gift of the gab. Now the closest, obviously, yep. were the Tigers and Eels, where you both knock them on right where they are at the moment. Tigers aren't going to yep. move. And B zero eels could, uh, and the furthest was the Cowboys, where you had them fourteenth, and yeah. they're all the way up at three. Uh, for me, yeah. uh, Titans and the Cowboys, I got wrong. Both nine place movements, and the closest I am is with the Rabbits, who I had them at eighth. They're currently at seventh. You look after round one though, and the Cowboys losing to the Bulldogs, Bulldogs. four to six. Yeah, <laughs> who could have imagined that they'd finish hey, at three? Believe me, I know. I've got. I've still got you. You've got the. Cowboys down at 16th on your power rankings after round one. <laughs> they lost to the Bulldogs, four to six. Yep. That was that was the original um, Titans Tigers game of most boring of, game yeah, of the year. Yep. 
That yep. was just round one of the most boring game of the year. So we've had three rounds of it, um, and uh, everybody loses. Nobody wins in that situation after three rounds. Everyone loses because you know, those were some tough games to watch. Agreed. I mean, it Bulldogs was involved in two of them. No, it, it was. It was quite funny. The uh, the pictures and the memes and shit you saw of this weekend's clashes on the Sunday night when it was, you know, yeah. Titans versus. Uh, nice, Knights dragons and Dragons versus, versus Tigers, tigers. Uh, and it was very much zero to play for for any team yeah, there. I, I think I saw you post one of those or, or, or share one. I may have shared it on uh, yeah. one of the stories because it was it was quite fascinating to see. Mm. Again, obviously yeah, the NRL style. Play. Everyone, yeah. Watch. <laughs> and look, that's what the Dragons did. We made it entertaining for everyone. We gave the Tigers a little sniff. For me. The way that we won that game with the Tigers player standing within 10 metres and the ball hitting him on the foot was just... Just sums <laughs> up the Tigers' season perfectly. Really. does. Um, yes, but there's a lot, obviously, to happen next week because we will have our finals decided. Uh, I assume the top eight will stay. It would take something pretty special, I believe. Am I mistaken? I might be mistaken. The Raiders No, it would be the, the, it'd be just the Raiders' loss and Broncos', Broncos win. win. That would all it would take. Um, and that is achievable. The Raiders are playing the Tigers, final game of the season, so it could all come down to the final game of the season. However, my Dragons could do the Raiders a solid and beat the, beat Broncos, the Broncos, which is every chance of happening. 100%. I mean, yeah, that's that's more the reason. If there's any team that could blow a game to the West Tigers to make it into the top eight, it would be the Raiders. Um, but, yeah, it, it should, on paper, theoretically be the top eight. We will see. So there will be a lot more. We'll probably do a lot more of a deep dive into the final series, uh, who we think is going to win, everything like that next week. So stay tuned for that. And make sure, because we will do an award show for the NRL as well, uh, very similar to what we did to the Super Rugby uh, with yeah. awards there. One, one last bit of little rugby league news, I guess, which is, which is this is a sort of a, uh, this is now going to cross over to our Ooh. Rugby Union <laughs> podcast a little bit. So one episode in, we're already doing crossovers. Well, we'll learn a thing or two from us. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the, seen the, the rumours, but there are rumours. $10 million man. Rugby <laughs> Australia will make Joseph Suwali the $10 million man and lure him away to play in the, the next two World Cups. This so is... I don't know if, if people remember in our earlier episodes of the podcast, but when you challenged me and you said, if you had $200 million, what would you do with it? And one of the players I said I would steal across before any rumours came out of Rugby Australia about wanting to bring Suwali over was Joseph Suwali. I'd say he would be the marquee man I would want to want to bring across. And they would be spending uh, 5% of that $200 million on Joseph Suwali. So he's 5% of the puzzle of $200 million. And I mean, so, there you go. $10 million over five years, uh, to me... The player he already is, I'm not surprised they're trying to do this. This would have yep. him, what, is he 19? Uh, he's 19 or 20. Have I he, believe I he is, tw- he's 19. 19. Yep, he turned 19, he turned 19 on the 1st of August. So yeah, so he's... That's t- right, because they wanted to get him an exemption to play when he was 17. So there you go. So he's 19, five, four, what are we, 2022, five years down the track, idea is to keep him till obviously the home world cup he'll yeah. be 24 he will probably be Prime. peaking absolutely ready to rip and be playing for the waratahs at fullback 
Exactly. Okay. You've got a, a dream in heaven with a, with, with a good coach at the, at the Waratahs at the moment yeah. and Darren Coleman. It'd I get think me watching Waratahs game and I going to more Waratahs games, that's for sure. I can understand why the 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 great pillage of NRL talent is about to come from Rugby Australia. If if they somehow, if I end up with an, a, 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 a tattoo on my body and you'd have to watch the rugby podcast to understand that reference, but if you... Do watch that or listen to that, uh, and they end up with the blue So I imagine a signing like this in the next, you know, coming months could be huge. Yeah. Like you could announce this at any massive. point, and it's going to be one of the biggest stories. You know what? Announce it even after because Suwali's in line to play for the Kangaroos for the Rugby League World Cup this year. Let him do both. Let him play the World Cup for the Kangaroos, win a title with the with the Kangaroos there, and then take those winning ways over to the Wallabies. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not going to agree with you on, on winning because I obviously <laughs> want the Kiwis to win. But I yeah. I see your sentiment there, my friend. Mm. I'm, I mean, we didn't haven't really talked about it much, but I am looking forward to the Rugby League uh, World Cup. I think it'll be very entertaining. And, and another last last point uh, for Rugby League this week is, of course, the uh, NRLW kicked off again uh, this week. My Dragons getting a win there. So last double week. Dragons win for me on the weekend. Kicked off last week, did mm-hmm. not? Is this oh, you kicked off last week. It's round two this round two yeah. this weekend. Uh, a, but we beat the Eels this weekend. So great stuff from the girls. And, the, roost, uh, the Roosters yeah, are good. looking red hot again. I must say. Yes. They, I watched that yeah. Broncos game they played, and I was like, oh god, I don't like yeah. the Roosters winning. I, I, I actually think uh, I watched. I watched the. We, we should mention this on there. The Wallaroos versus the Black Ferns in the mm. Rugby Union, and I go. Man, these NRLW, I don't know if it's the sport itself, but there's just something about women's rugby league that just seems a lot more, you know, athletic. Mm. I don't know what it is. I couldn't even put my... But I was like, uh, rugby union is is obviously a slower game, a lot more tactical with rucks and malls and scrums and everything like that. League, it's just like go out there and be an athlete and it it blows your mind sometimes. So, yeah, yeah, I was very impressed by the woman yet again. I think it could yeah, be the biggest women's sport in the world just about. Like, I know football, yeah. football as in soccer, uh, is already getting there. And I think, you, you you know, that and basketball, you can leave those two out. But for a contact sport, I think rugby yeah. league women, um, that's what you can see rugby union doing is pushing those international games because they know they know that's all they have Like when they look at yeah. it like that. So it's, it's, it's interesting. 100%. And, uh, yeah, hoping uh, at least I can win the dragons could win one premiership this year uh <laughs> with the, with the ladies we mi- we missed out earlier this year against the roosters i hope That's they hope they can one. do better do better this time emma tonagatu is a weapon there, yes there's many weapons in in that, in that competition um yes but make sure you join us again next week it's been a fantastic first episode of that rugby league podcast uh, make sure you come back again next week we'll be previewing the first round of finals uh for now i will see you later bye peace